Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome to Free For All Friday, right here on Through the Screen Door with Corey Ryan Forrester. Hey, it's we're recording this Thursday, so we don't know when this is going to come out. It might come out Friday, it might come out tonight, it might come out Saturday, it might come out yesterday. We don't know, that's what makes it, what Corey? Free For All Friday! And it is free for all, unlike our Patreon, which you can support over at supportyourboys.com, mm. where you like that, right? I did. Segway, sir, and not the kind mm-hmm. that I break by standing on. It's. Is it true that the guy who invented the Segway died because he drove a Segway off the cliff, or is that just one of those urban legends that I love to believe? No, I saw it happen. It was amazing. Okay, right on. Yeah, cool. It was amazing. Um, uh, no, I don't know, but let's go ahead and say yes. You know. Yeah. Um, why not? You know, that's something we should talk about sometime. Is urban legends? You know, urban legends are now dead for the most part. But like yeah, when I was the a internet, kid. Yeah. Like Alfonso Ribeiro, who is on um, Fresh Carlton, Prince of Bel-Air. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He, the rumor was he died when he uh-huh. was a little kid because when he was a little kid, like six or seven years old, he was the Michael Jackson kid in the Pepsi commercials. Yeah. yeah. So the rumor was he broke his neck spinning on his head, and everybody <laughs> thought that was a thing. And then we saw him on like Silver Spoons with that, um, yeah. with that piece of shit, Ricky Schroeder, and, uh, you know... Um, I want to talk about that. What is it Ricky Schroeder did? Ricky Schroeder bailed out that murderer, the one who crossed state lines to kill people. The, he did? He, he helped bail him out, yeah. What? Okay. Jesus fucking Christ. I saw a thing the other day that was like Rick, like Ricky Schroeder, like he had like a home invasion and he called the cops or something and, and everybody was like calling Ricky Schroeder a piece of shit. And I was like, but... I mean, okay. Like, it seems like a lot of you are, but what has he done? What it was, was that like some fucking, and guys, progressives, normal people, you can't be assholes. If you're assholes, you're still assholes. I don't care if you agree with me on politics or not. So I guess some people were threatening Ricky Schroeder um, on Twitter Uh or whatever and saying, yeah, don't do that. That doesn't hit. It doesn't hit. Uh, It doesn't help your point at all. It ruins the point. So then Ricky Schroeder took a picture of himself in his backyard with his AR. He's like, come and get it, bitches, or whatever the fuck. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Ricky Schroeder. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But yes, uh, on Urban Legends, there are some, like, I didn't know that one about Alfonso Ribeiro. That's interesting. But yeah, now in the age of the internet, like, you can't do any of it, like, like nowadays, a the Paul is dead from the Beatles. That would never work. You could never do that. Here's the one that always gets me. And I know... Of course, it's a terrible name. But let me ask you this, Corey. I'll put you on the spot. Mm -hmm. When you were a little Mm -hmm. kid, did you ever play a game where you threw a football up and whoever caught it got tackled? Yes. What was the name of that game, Corey? Um, It was uh, Quick, the man with the football, the brave gentleman. Get him. No, it was called Smear the Queer. That's what okay. it was called. So I, you grew up in Chickamauga, Georgia, right? And I mm-hmm. grew up in Fullerton, California. It was called the same yeah. thing. How in yeah. the fuck was that a thing? Like where? Yeah, that's cr- You know, I never thought about that because yeah. that there was no internet. It's not that right. it was written in a book. It spread homophobe by homophobe across the country, like hands across America and fucking became. And there's so many different examples of that, right? Like. But to me, yeah. that's what I always think about. I was like, how is this game called this when it wasn't on TV? It wasn't in movies. It's no. Not, it's just like, I guess people love, you know, like rhyming. And it's also, I was about to say, I was about to say though, it's kind of the ultimate, um, 
argument for that whole like, no, you don't understand. We didn't mean it that way. In the which, by the way, that doesn't excuse anything. But I'm saying like, you genuinely can get behind that in this instance because like holding a football is the opposite of what these people would normally call. Like I imagine a gay, I imagine a gay person who is in school and they're like, okay, I got to do, I got people are, you know, I'm in the dance club, I'm in the drama club and people keep calling me gay. Uh, I got to do something to throw everybody off the scent. I can't live like this anymore. So they finally go out and they pick up a football and they're like, this will do it. And then everybody just goes, queer. And then fucking, he's like, what? No. But they, this, <laughs> it doesn't make any goddamn sense is what I'm saying. So I also do remember that when we were kids, like, it sincerely, and again, I'm not saying this makes it right. I'm saying that there was no ill will because in my, in my mind, I don't ever remember thinking this means that person's gay. Because, again, that doesn't make any sense. Well, you know what won't get you tackled, Corey Ryan Forrester, is signing up for our Patreon at supportyourboys.com. At supportyourboys.com, the beginning of the month is the time that you get the most value. Of course, it's an awesome value because you can go at any time of the month. You go back and listen to all the bonus shows we've done and also listen to what the full shows sound like. For instance, this past show was twice as long and had two bonus segments, including a before-the-show segment where you and I always talk and then I press record and you're like, you dumb piece of shit. Why aren't we recording already? So from now on, this dumb piece of shit records as soon as we start talking. And um, and we put it on Patreon, but we also had uh, an entire bonus show talking about the comedy store. Um, you know, and I'll tell you something about that comedy store special. Uh, as we tell people to go to supportyourboys.com to sign up for pennies a day and get and support your boys, but also get a lot of content. So you're wearing that, you're wearing that Willie Nelson hat, right? I am. Yes. So dude, the comedy store was so hit back in the day. They had a picture mm-hmm. and they were telling memories of this time that Richard Pryor was back there with like, you know, David Letterman, all these other guys there. And this is after hours they're hanging out and you know, Willie just picked up a guitar and started playing just yeah. out. And um, that the shit sitting there. Guess who was hanging out? What's that? Princess fucking die. Jesus word just chilling, just chilling, drinking and listening to Willie and listening to fucking Richard Pryor and fucking whoever the hell else just riff, you know, like how great is that? That's so great. I'm just, I'm never going to be a part of something that cool. And I'm so upset about it. You won't um, ma- mainly cause you're part of it. Like, you know, the Groucho Marx quote. Right. Well, I don't, but like you're saying like I, I've been in that situation, but I don't remember. I mean, no, I'm saying I've that been- every situation will be drained of its coolness because of your presence. Oh yeah, That's you're saying. right. But I I want to say we talked at length about the comedy store. We talked about the Carlos Mencia Joe Rogan feud, and a lot of other things on our Patreon this week. But today is free for all Friday, Corey, and I free for all Friday. All Friday, it might be Thursday. We we'll just we'll see when this comes out. Um, you're such a Friday. piece of shit. Could be Thursday. We don't know. Uh, but last week it was only saturday because you had if i'm not mistaken you had extreme pain in your shoulder matt no, coon last week was i put it out on thanksgiving it came out on thursday oh right but i want to talk about this though you're you're a new man correct oh my god Corey. so like tuesday i just took the day off to take drugs because yeah. i you know i i have this severe shoulder issue and uh i finally went to the doctor monday because it was so bad and the doctor was like, um, we're going to give you some, uh, uh, we're going to give you some drugs, you know, uh, or, or yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. It was Monday. I, I lost track of days. Cause I lost a day. This That's week. a redneck mating call right there. I'm going to give you some drugs. And I'm like, this will be my cure all. I just need, I just need a hydrocodone or Oxycontin and I will be fine. And I'll be able to sleep through a few nights and it didn't really help. It just still hurt. Cause you can't, can you sleep on Oxycontin? I, it depends. It does make See, me a little speedy. I, as I say, like, I know, it's just a different in like how people are wired because like, I know like, okay, so Kratom is a, it's a natural herb that I take that it hits the same receptors in your brain that opiates hit. It's not as strong, but like it gives you kind of that feeling. Um, and I take those every day cause it's, it also, because it speeds me up. That's my memory. Like, it gives me like a coffee boost, but like, I know so many people who like, they can pass out on it and they're the same with like if they break their leg or something, their doctor gives them, you know, 
uh, hydros or oxys where they're like, oh yeah, I'll take those and I pass out. And I'm like, dude, never in a million. You're like to me, even if I was super, super fucking tired. And I don't know if it's like these actually speed me up or if I have such an addict brain that I'm like, why would you go to sleep? And you go to sleep when you're not fucked up. Yeah. Why would I waste this? Like you and your dream isn't going to understand how fucking awesome this is. So Monday night's always a late night for me because I do production work on a podcast called the Arn podcast. Yeah. That's my, yeah. And I also work on our podcast and Monday night, um, I had taken it and I still wasn't, and I, I was trying to be responsible. I just took one. And I sat in this chair I'm in for about four hours, I'd guess. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get out. Like, I couldn't get yeah. out. I had to, because every time I stood up, it hurt. I had to fall over on purpose, crawl across the for floor. For the first time in your life, right? Yes. Crawl across the floor and lift myself up. So the next day, I did something I never do. I just canceled lessons to sit and do drugs all day. I know that Genesis listens to the show. And that's why I missed your daughter's lesson. Uh, it wasn't because I didn't want to be there. I was sitting you, here on You give Oxy. lessons to the band Genesis? Yes, yes. To the That's main. tremendous. You know, they, you know, Phil Collins needs some work on his drums. But, in, mm-hmm. but then, to make long story short, yesterday, I got this miracle drug. I tell you, <laughs> cortisone injection in my shoulder. Yeah. It's like the best thing I've ever had in my life. And I thank the Lord Jesus for it. I'll tell you something that happened is that he's like, well, go ahead and give you a cortisone shot. And the doctor left and came back in. He's like, did you just say thank God? And I said, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I really just wanted this. And I thought I was going to have to finagle to get one without having to pay for an MRI. And I was like, oh, look, I sold it. I sold. I needed a cortisone shot without getting an MRI. Look at me. And as I walked out, there's like a sink there uh, mm-hmm. in the hallway. And there literally was like seven cortisone shots laid out with Band-Aids next to them, like ready to give out to anybody who wanted one. Right. For those of you that don't know what a cortisone shot is and how effective they are, a cortisone shot is a thing that like if a fucking quarterback tears his goddamn ACL before halftime in the Super Bowl, they will shove this in his leg and he can come out and still play the second half. And then as soon as it wears off, he's in a wheelchair. There's there's an interesting thing about the cortisone shot in the shoulder. The needle is about I don't know six inches long. It's really long. And That's scared. You saw it before it went in. Yeah, and so it's interesting. Nope, 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 nope. Because he felt like a little notch between my bones here, and it flips <clears throat> in. There's like a little that goes right to the center of your shoulder. Uh uh-uh, uh uh. I'm out. Out of fucking no, dude. I can't. I'm not scared of needles because I get shots. Like I get it, but like, dude. If that guy had showed me that needle, I would have fucking freaked out. I would have been like, why have you done this? Are you the dumbest motherfucker alive? So my son actually started feeling sorry for me. And, and my son is 18, so he is the most self-consumed. Imagine me at 18. Like, he doesn't – nothing happens that – nothing in this world matters that's not happening to him, right? Yeah, yeah, just but huge piece of shit like you. he saw me literally sit in a recliner for, I don't know, 16 hours and just watch MasterChef. Like, I didn't change the channel. I just popped oxys and just watched Master Chef, and uh, I think he was getting concerned. That's lit- like I know that, like my wife. I want to travel. Don't get me wrong. I want to travel. I, I, I like traveling. Mean, when I do my normal job, stand up, I travel all over the country. And like now that the pandemic's been going on, I keep thinking like, oh my god, as soon as it's over, I got to take. I got. We can get on planes again. I got to go to Ireland. I got to Scotland. All these places. However, when I think about like but maybe before this pandemic, somebody's like, what's your ideal vacation? I literally would have said, um, can I get a script of Oxycontin and watch MasterChef for a week? <laughs> Cause that's fucking what I want to do. You just described like your, re- your recovery is what I would love for my just base to be. That sounds so much fun. It was kind of hell because all day long I have, the, I have a heat pack and an ice pack. I just exchanged them all day long. But I did mm-hmm. watch the entire season of Master Chef. I'm on season four now. I do love it. And speaking of Master Chef, something you and I have in common, yeah. but we don't talk about a lot uh, as far as connecting on it, is that we both like to experiment in the kitchen. And let's uh, start talking about it, Matt Coon. We could learn from one another. That's what Free for All Friday is all about. Am I wrong? That's exactly what it's about. Corey, have you ever tried a daring experiment in the kitchen that you thought, may, like, it's one of these things where. 
like when you're a kid and you build like a mud pie moat and you're like, I just invented moats. Like, yeah. have you ever done anything like that in the kitchen? We're like, why haven't anybody put marshmallows with, you know, whatever, you know, I, I wish I had a better example, but you know what I'm saying? Have you ever tried to do that in your life? Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of a specific example, but there has been times when I've been in there and did a, did something. I was like, how me, how me the first I'm Kevin from the office now for some reason, how me, (laughs) I'll give you some examples I've come up with in the past. Definitely not related to any kind of marijuana intake at all. uh, Mm -hmm. When I was younger, uh, deep fried, I'm sorry. Battered and deep fried French fries. I remember coming up oh, when I was a kid. I was like, I did it to a hot pocket. Oh. <laughs> we had <laughs> listen, <laughs> dude. <laughs> you made a hot I know. pocket out of a hot pocket. You put. A I hot know what you're about to say. Yeah. So no, no, no. So so it, we didn't batter it, but like so. Okay, I know. I should have known. Um, so I used to work at a gas station. Uh, and by work at the gas station, I mean, so, all right, this was, I was 18. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're 19 at the time. And I was living in this place. And the dude that we lived there, he was one of our buddy's dads. And his whole thing was like, hey, y'all ain't got to pay rent. All you got to do is pay the utilities. And mow, he was, he had, he was a landlord. He had some, he goes, just mow all my yards, you know, once a week or whatever. And they were all on this same road. Dude, it's fucking great. There was three of us. Like we just kind of, uh, you know, like there was a big barn that you had to mow too, but it's like, Hey, this week you got the barn and I'll take the other two, whatever the fuck. It was a great deal. So during that, all my money went to pretty much alcohol. I was working at, I had three, four jobs. I guess if you include the stand up comedy I was doing on the side, I worked at Hibbit Sports. So I get a discount on all my favorite uh, shorts and socks and basketball shoes and stuff. I worked at a company that did inflatables for parties. Like, you know, in the yard, they got the bouncies and stuff. We'd go set them up or whatever. Just paid, paid straight cash. It was great. Um, And I did stand up and also I worked at this gas station, but I didn't actually get paid at this gas station. It was in Chickamauga here. And it was just, I was buddies with the dude that owned it. He was an Indian feller named Shrey. Um, Even though for some reason, everybody in the town couldn't pronounce Shrey. That was too much for them. So they called him Monty. They just gave him a brand new name because they couldn't like, they acted like because he was Brown and had a name that they'd never heard of. It was the hardest name in the world to pronounce. But it was just—it's just the name Trey, but with a Shrey, Shrey. They couldn't do it. But anyways, he was the only employee there. Um, like he—he he had to open and close, and he was the coolest guy. And he would come party with us on the weekends, but he could only come to the party after he closed the gas station that we all went to buy the fucking beer at. So like one day, I was in there hanging out with him, and he would just let me come there and hang out and sit behind the desk and just drink beer from the fucking cooler. Like I just go back there and get beer and we get drunk. And one day he was just like. Hey man, I know this is weird, but like, do you know how to run a cash register? I was like, I know how to run the one at Hibbit, but and he just taught me his. He goes, I just want to go home real quick and take like a two hour nap. Can you just stay here? And you know, if anything crazy happens, just call me. And I was like, yeah, sure. So that just started a whole, I didn't have hours, but I'd just go down there and hang out. And then sometimes he'd fuck off and go to the bank and I didn't get paid. But at the end of the day, he let me take as many cigarettes and beer as I could carry. Uh, so that was like two thirty packs and a carton under each armpit and I'd fucking, you know, I'd walk out. Um, what was, what were we talking about? What was my point to all this? Deep fried hot pockets. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, he also, he was one of those places that franchised out a, uh, Broster's chicken. You're probably familiar with them. If you drive by a gas station, like, you know, gas stations have pretty good chick, uh, chicken sometimes fried chicken and it's that broster shit you know it's got it's blue and it's got a red chicken on it so he had one of them and there's a it comes with a deep fryer obviously so you can deep fry the chicken and shit well we'd sit there and we'd just get fucking drunker than cooter brown's hind tit and we'd just be like dude we just we just start going through the store just grabbing stuff 
and just fucking throwing it in the deep fryer. You know what I mean? Like potato chips, they'd end up getting way too burnt. But we found out that a frozen Hot Pocket, which they had there, you put a frozen Hot Pocket in the deep fryer, by the time it golden brown crisp the outside, the inside would be perfectly melted and it had a better crisp, obviously, than if you cooked it in the oven or the uh, microwave. So, yeah, guys, if you're out there and you have a deep fryer, throw you a motherfucking Hot Pocket up in that son of a bitch. Another one I did once, and there's reason I did once, <laughs> is I'm thinking, you know, hot wings are a thing. All right? Yeah. Hot wings are a thing. So why not hot drumsticks? Amen. And, and that worked out. But this morning, I'm a fan of the American breakfast. You know, aren't you a fan of yeah. breakfast? To me, I'm, me and Ron Swanson are really relate to each other in this. Like, there's never a time of the day, even no matter how full I am, that if you put – Bacon, eggs, sausage, toast, waffles, all that in front of me that I can at least do partial damage. Now, I'm also from Southern California, and I am a fan of the Hispanic community as a whole. But also- Just throw sauce on it. Mostly, right? So, I usually don't do toast. I do tortillas, okay? Yeah. So, I have- Hey, I'm for it. I've done it. And plus, the tortillas move. You can do- You can Mm -hmm. hold them, right? But guess, I was out of toast. I was out of tortillas- And I'm wondering what to do with my eggs and bacon because clearly I have to record with Corey in a few minutes. So I got to figure something out. Last night happened to be at the Coon household taco night. Now, Mm -hmm. uh, Oh yes. Yes. Hard, hard shell tacos. Oh, on the counter leftover from last night. Now, mind you last night, we tried something different instead of our usual, you know, very American ground beef with the taco seasoning. I had a couple swordfish steaks. And by the way, that hit like mm. swordfish. Matt steak. Coon. I know. Right. Ooh. Swordfish is the superior fish. It's the best fish in the world. It's fucking awesome. Right. I've recently gotten into barramundi. You are so white. I swear. That's <laughs> so, had, had some barramundi with a pineapple salsa the other night. It was tremendous. So, I, Hold on a second. Hold on. I'm going to do this. I took a picture just for you that I'm going to text you right now. You have access to your phone right now? I do have access to my phone. So Let's what check I it did out. is I saw these taco shells on the counter that were used. And you know, you never use the whole pack and they just go bad, right? Yeah. So like, I'm like, well, let's try this. So what I did is I, instead of cooking the cheese with the eggs, I put the cheese on top of the eggs, uh-huh. uh, like a taco. And I put bacon on top of, I just sent it to you. I put bacon on top of that and I put some hot sauce in there. Oh. And I had, what do you think? Huh? You see the picture? Oh my God. Ladies and gentlemen, cause I might put this clip up. Look at that shit. Like Matt Cohn changed his food, man. Yeah, because I was just about to say, this is way better than the thing I was going to say. Because like, the last time I, in my mind, revolutionized food uh, was I, uh, I make scrambled eggs all the time. And I've gotten real fucking, and I know that's a very simple thing, and it is for sure. But I've gotten, like, I make perfect fucking scrambled eggs every time. And I've gotten really good at it. So now being bored, I'm like, well, let's try to explore some different flavor palettes with the scrambled eggs. And I have found that the absolute best tasting scrambled eggs in the world, you put no salt, nothing. You put a little, a little pepper at the end, but you, are you familiar with this miracle called better than bouillon? I'm not familiar with better than bouillon. So better than bouillon is a jar of concentrated, like chicken stock, beef stock. They've got ham stock, oyster stock. Basically it's a cheat. It's a chef's cheat to make your own stock very quickly. Um, it's concentrated, so like you add like a teaspoon of this to boiling water, and you know, in an hour, letting it cook up, you've got chicken stock that tastes just the same. And I mean, it does. It comes from con- I got it. Right. And it's, yeah, it's tremendous, and it is concentrated chicken stock. So I put just like a half a half a teaspoon of this chicken concentrate, this fucking hardcore chicken broth taste into the eggs cook them up and it's like i don't know man it's like it's bathing the chicken babies in their mama's sweat you know what i mean and then the 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 eggs have this fucking richness to them and then i hit it with a tiny scoop of sour cream and a crackle of black pepper and it will change your fucking life you don't need any fucking salt no nothing it's great 
that sounds you know and so you might notice on my taco where i did place i actually when i put the bacon on the paper towel i folded it in half so that it would fit the taco i would have put a dollop of sour cream however sour cream can be functionally challenging uh yes eating and i knew we had to record and i didn't want to wipe my mouth and my shirt and all this stuff because yeah god forbid you look disheveled when we record god forbid right uh so the and you know there's breakfast burritos can i say something else real quick go ahead you cook bacon how bacon is supposed to be cooked i can i assume something real quick mike sure, sure go ahead go did ahead. you cook that bacon in the oven oh i did not i did not you know i okay. have this i need to buy some new um pans but i just went what when the quarantine hit i'm like well i better start you stop using doordash so right i i bought a copper uh pan you know a copper yeah. pan that i use for you everything. fan what's that are you a fan Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. It doesn't get as hot as quickly. Like if you want to see yeah. something, you got to really let it, but it cooks stuff pretty evenly. You know, I like my bacon a little crispy. Do you like? I like it a little crispy, but I like it to have that wiggly fat still there. Matthew has a rule about his bacon, which I find interesting. Matthew's a lot like me. He's got little rules for things and he cannot eat bacon that won't fold. Uh huh. I mean, look, first off, I have to say this because I know there's a lot of bacon. Like ba- bacon is a very personal thing to a lot of people. I will eat literally any kind of bacon that you throw at me. Like if you're, if look, if I'm at your mom's house and she makes it insanely crispy, like potato chip, cons- I, I'm fucking eating it. I'm not a, I'm not an asshole. Has the sentence "this bacon tastes like shit" ever come out of your mouth? Not never once. Like the only way that that could happen is if you burnt it beyond recognition, but you would know not to serve that. But like my thing with, with, um, bacon, I kind of like it to be the consistency of like a really good grilled cheese sandwich in that when you first bite into it, you get the crisp, but then you get to the chewy creamy center. So like bacon should be like how you've got it there. Cause I can, I can taste that picture. Sure. It's crispy and lo- but on the outside, but it's not crispy all the way through to where you get that good fat. You know what I mean? I like the little rim of fat on the side. You know, I recently got bacon from Trader Joe's, right? Mm. Trader Joe's is like, you know, not cured, no nitrates, you know? I like nitrates, big I fan. Learned I like nitrates. I'm a nitrate. Yeah. I know what nitrates are, but apparently I'm a fan. Apparently I'm a big fan of nitrates. Yeah, yeah that's, the th- that's the thing I learned uh, with, the first time I learned that I love like preservatives and shit like that was when the, uh, when the whole natural peanut butter craze started. I was like, in my mind, I was like, oh, well, it'll be better. It's just like, it's going to be more expensive because it doesn't have more of a shelf life, but like, it'll definitely be better. And I get it. And I'm like, no, it turns out I'm real big fan of preservatives and whatever they're doing to keep this good for two years. Have you ever added sugar into natural peanut butter before? Uh, yeah, I've had to. I've done it myself too. And then, but then you get that it's grainy. sugar grainy. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. I almost yesterday, I'm a huge peanut butter mark. I don't know about you. Uh, peanut love, butter is, is, is definitely responsible for some of my weight. Peanut butter. I love how we're sitting here putting peanut butter and bacon over. Yeah. Uh, hot takes, like, hot takes. Yeah, like, like honest to God, probably the two most uh widely accepted mount rushmore foods peanut butter and bacon you know um, hey, let's get crazy and go ahead and put cereal up there too you know yeah for sure yeah cereal's great guys and beer and titties what about them more about that later on free for all friday um <laughs> i didn't you don't realize how much in this world we add like how much sugar plays a part in whether you like something or not because there's certain things that you would have never thought like, like I went to the store yesterday to get my peanut butter because I have to buy peanut butter three jars at a time because, and that's like, dude, that's like fucking two weeks, maybe. Cause I eat, uh, before I go to bed, I have a spoonful of peanut butter. Can, literally cannot at this point, it's like Pavlov's dog shit. Cannot go to bed. Is it can't heaping? even start to get tired. Is huh? It heap, is it a heaping? Spoon? Oh yeah. It's like, it's your daddy's cereal spoon full right. of. You you have to hold it a certain way to keep yeah. peanut butter on the spoon, right? Absolutely. Right. Uh, and I've also I found the right amount of pressure to contour my lip when I'm grazing the spoon 
to where I can get the spoon almost completely peanut butter free in one lick. But like, yeah, until I have my peanut butter and my big chug of milk, I can't even go to bed. I wonder why I'm fat. Um, but my point is I went to the store yesterday and for the first time, it wasn't the natural peanut butter that threw me. It was right beside my peanut butter was my same peanut butter, but it said no sugar added. And it never crossed. It has never crossed my mind that they put extra sugar in the, in the peanut butter. But like, of course they do. Well, I mean, do you know what peanuts taste like? Yes. Yes. I'm just stupid. <laughs> I've never in my mind, I'd never tasted the sweet because I also know. I put a sprinkle of, I put a sprinkle of salt on top of my peanut butter. Yeah. And peanut butter has a lot of salt in it too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, to me, perfection is Peter Pan honey roasted peanut butter. And, it's so good. And so when I go to the grocery store and I look at it and I don't get it, like, I feel like I've done something. I feel like I've, I've accomplished something that day. I'm like, no. I have those little pat, I have those little pat me on the back moments all the time where like, I'll be like, I should go for a run today, but instead I think I'm going to go to the store and walk briskly past the cinnamon toast crunch <laughs> and not get it. And then I will feel like, look at you, buddy. So I do want to talk about something else. You know, people, I'd say people rely on us for their news, Corey. Would you agree with that? Like we're really, we're part of, I wouldn't call them people, but part of the mainstream media, I would say. Yeah, we're out there, Matt Coon. We're in the lexicon. We're part of pop culture. We're players in the game. And uh, as representatives of the said mainstream media, I would like to welcome apparently, evidently a new member into our ranks. Do you know who has recently joined the mainstream media? Um, Ricky Schroeder. (laughs) (laughs) Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> <laughs> you know... You know, the problem with Ricky Schroeder is he was born rich. Like, he had a train around his house. You can't really? expect him. No, that's the show. That's Silver Spoons. See, that's the joke. Oh, yeah. I never watched Silver Spoons. Too young. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, well, that's not true. It's not that I'm too young, because, like, Blazing Saddles is my favorite movie, and it came out before Silver Spoons. It's because Silver Spoons isn't syndicated. It's it's not the most enduring show because when you have a show based on this kid is cute, it doesn't usually last. Right. You know, that's right. not an enduring thing, especially when it turns out to be like a second amendment whack job. Um, yeah, that's why uh, two and a half men kind of tailspin, really. For sure, because, you know, Charlie Sheen, uh, any case. Um, so uh, apparently, according to some great sources, including Donald Trump um, and uh, even The Daily Show, um, we have apparently Fox news is now part of the mainstream media. So I guess we're going to welcome Fox news. Um, what do you think about accepting Fox news? First of all, uh, there's a, there's a channel now called OAN. Have you heard of OAN? Yeah. yeah that's the one that I think Tommy Tuberville is a big fan of. It's like the, uh, uh, what does OAN stand for? The obnoxious asshole network. Yes. Um, it's 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 basically like I, there's an interview with Trump. I think they have pinned to the top of their Twitter, which is like, I love your network. Your network is so fair to me. I love it. Yeah, fair and, to me. You know, a lot in Trump the other day it has tweeted actually more than once that Fox is now part of the mainstream media. They have joined up, and you know, and also we can w- welcome Bill Barr into our ranks as well since he recently made a statement that there was no evidence that there was any fraud, which would lead to the election results changing. But apparently Fox news in reporting that, you know, Biden won the election. He won is now apparently part of the mainstream media. So I guess my question to your twofold, number one is, um, is this true? And number two is, do we welcome Fox news into our fold? Well, first off, all jokes aside, honestly, like this, rhetoric like this is actually terrifying <laughs> like that's that's the bit right that's the joke yeah like, 
the facetiousness aside, I don't want anybody to think I'm now, fucking serious about this bullshit. Like, I, I don't think that it's ever felt more important to me, straight white male, that Donald Trump is on his way out because like, this is really, this is really man behind the curtain showing you everything that's going on. Like Donald Trump, if he had four more years, it's possible that he could turn this OAN could be like our North Korea, like state news. You know what I mean? Like, because basically like it's never been more evident. It was, it was, it was evident to everyone with a fucking brain for a long time that like mainstream media means people who say bad things about Donald Trump, because it was always hilarious to me that like I would have, you know, these, you see these fucking idiots on Facebook, like the mainstream media won't talk about this. And I'm like, where'd you hear it? They're like Fox news. And I'm like that. Right. Right. Or, or I'm like, or I'm like, okay, you are from Chickamauga, Georgia, a town of 2000. Uh, Also, you're the dumbest person I've ever met, but like, that's beside the point. If the, how did you hear about it? How did you hear about it? Like, are you the one breaking this story? Where If you saw it on Facebook, you saw it on a post on Facebook, at a, at a certain point, that's the mainstream media. Do you know what mainstream means? It, like, again, Fox News, everyone has it. If you've got basic cable, you've got it. These people, these anchors on Fox News are being paid millions of dollars. There is no fucking way <laughs> that a, a corporation like this is not in the mainstream. It's talked about on The Daily Show every night. It's mainstream. A, co- a comedy show wouldn't talk about something that's... A, a comedy show that is mainstream wouldn't talk about something that's not mainstream because they're trying to appeal, hear me out, Coon, to a fucking mainstream audience. So that's, that's always been ridiculous to me. But like now it's, it's more clear than ever that what they mean is if you say good things... You're not mainstream. If you say bad things, you're mainstream. And this is fucking terrifying. But now that Fox News who like, I mean, for, for four years have just sat there and coddled and suckled at the, four, come on, suckled four, at the. Longer than, well, I mean, it's been, this has been going on forever with these motherfuckers. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, just with Trump specifically, but no, actually we'll say that from honestly, since 2012, 2012 is when Trump had his like coming. Even before then. And I'll tell you why. I'm a big fan of Al Franken and the Al Franken books. And if you've ever read any of his books, especially the, the you know, Rush Limbaugh's a big fat idiot, lies and the lying liars who tell them, and the truth with Al Franken, you know, he exposed this shit pretty early on with a, you know, he had a, uh, a group of like 12 Harvard students that would research, um, you know, these stories by Fox News and just be like, dude, this is all bullshit. Not only that, but it's been proven by independent studies that Fox News viewers are the most ignorant of actual facts, you know, so they they rely on them, uh, rely on Fox News for their news, but they'll believe anything you tell them because they don't know shit. And this goes back to the Iraq war. This goes back to people believing still that there were weapons of mass destruction at the Iraq war. And now with the Trump, like, there's no tipping point. There's no tipping yep. point at all because with Trump, it's like, all right, we're just going to be on board. And by the way, these guys shit on Trump the entire buildup to him getting elected to, to him getting the nomination um, because they did not want him in. And right. he got in, they're like, Oh, you know, just like Lindsey Graham or whoever they're like, yeah, because they're, because they're Republican cent- Like that's what they do. Like this whole fair and balanced bullshit, just leave it, leave it somewhere else. Like it's not it, just but because, it's just, it's yeah. Just no, because, go ahead. Like just because there's a, if, if you had a news station in 1939, just because there's a lot of negative stories about Nazis without showing their side of it doesn't mean it's not news. Right. It doesn't. Yeah. And it's, I mean, dude, it just goes back to a Stephen Colbert quote that kind of sums this whole thing up. And Stephen Colbert said this in like fucking 2007, uh, the, the truth has a liberal bias period. Just because like I watched fucking dude, I watched CNN. I watched John Fox. That's where I got my election coverage. I'm not saying this just, and look, I may have just, You, you meant John King, John King. Yeah. Um, who's John Fox? That's a person in it. No, I think you conflated John King with Fox news. Oh, and also I think he's handsome. Um, I may have missed something and maybe I've just living in my bubble so much, but they, they just said the things that were happening. <laughs> like right. they just said the things that were happening. And, and every now and then a report would come in and it would be like Donald 
Trump says that there's election fraud. And what they would do is go, yeah, there's uh, no widespread evidence of that. Anyways, we've got Arizona over here. That's not them. That's just them saying what's going on. Whereas over on Fox News, the fair and balanced station, it's can you believe the liberals are I never heard any of that. It was just, hey, here's the votes that are coming in. Here's the blah, 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 blah. If you watch that and you go, they're, hey, this is their bias towards the liberals, then in my opinion, you're just going, <laughs> being right is fucking liberal. Like, I don't, I don't know any other way to put it. And I know that's not right. Like, cause again, I'm not suggesting that like there are, there aren't things that Republicans are correct on and, and Democrats aren't. Of course there are. Um, I don't know any of them. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, but like, again, just reporting the facts, like you said, in 1939, if they were just like, Oh, Hitler did a terrible thing today. If they weren't going, however, you know, he was a successful businessman and he can paint. Why don't you guys want to talk about that? Like, that doesn't mean that you're, I don't know. It's stupid, man. It, it, it's literally, it's always been this way where people just take a, uh, a tally mark and they go, okay, well, there's, there's 20 stories against the Iraq war and there's five stories for the Iraq war. So the media is biased. No, right. that's the goddamn story. And to, to my point about why they're in the news now, it's like, you don't get credit. Like, I know that Fo like, Trump is turning his back on Fox News because they finally have agreed pragmatically, I might add. So they can't, they don't want to be in history books as part of the reason why democracy was upended. But they've supported this guy the entire time, Bill Barr, too, where, you know, clearly, clearly, clearly this two-year investigation by that gutless guy who led the investigation, who couldn't take a stand, but he, he literally said Trump is not exonerated from a conflict of interest. He's not, you know, and Fox news has just been on that. Oh, well, you know, he didn't do anything wrong and it's been a witch hunt and all this shit and re you know, all this fucking time with this goddamn mass shit and Steve, these Fox and friends people who are the worst people because they wake you oh, up God. your fucking friends and they give you a bunch of bullshit and the bullshit they've given you is like masks don't work. COVID's a fucking hoax. And Steve Ducey recently, recently, who's the God, the fucking worst. And his son's on the network too. And he's a piece of shit too. And he was like, you know, he recently he said something like, um, Oh, well, apparently masks work. Well, fuck you. Okay. Yeah. Because for the last 12 months, you've been saying, or eight months, you've been saying it. They don't. And guess what? At least one fucking person died because of it. And I'm going to oh, yeah, hundreds and probably thousands of people died because you didn't do it. Now, you don't get credit. And just because OAN and, and those, the parlor crew are like cutting you to the side and saying you're part of the problem. No, no, no. Or you're part, you're, you are part of the problem. You're still on their side. We do not accept you. You are not in our group fuck you and this is also this is tr this is proof that fox has been mainstream the whole time because now that's what they're looking out for like as you said before trump got the nomination they shit on him because they were like we don't want to be associated with this then when he got the nomination and became president and they realized like oh a great bit of our our listeners they're republican they're, they are party first people and so that's what we have to do to keep our listeners. Now that they see the writing on the wall and that Trump is going down, they're doing that thing that we talked about a couple of weeks ago is we're like, they're just hoping our news cycle is like a 48 hour, 24 hour news cycle. They're just like, well, okay, if we do this, then the last thing people will remember is Fox News said, fuck Trump. And hey, look, they're at least patriots. They've been patriots this whole time. But like you said, it does not wash away four and a half years. It does not wash away the countless number of people who are dead because of the misinformation that they, and dude, here's the deal. These motherfuckers are not dumb. They're bad people. There's a difference. And that's what people need to understand is that people, if they, if someone comes on the news and they go, I'm serious though. These people didn't get to where they are because they're fucking dumb. Right. They, they didn't. They, right. they did not. It's they're bad. They're bad people. And let's not yeah. pretend that a factor in Fox News finally doing this, like, is not. Let's not pretend that it's not the fact that when they called Arizona, Trump fucking called Rupert Murdoch personally and fucking berated him and tried to yeah. fucking strong arm him into changing his decision. Like, you, the president called the president of the news to try to get him to mm -hmm. change the news? Yeah. What yes. in the 
fuck. And so, what in the North Korea? Right. And it's, it's not like Rupert Murdoch wasn't a little bit upset and said, okay, well, you know what? Maybe a little bit, fuck this guy. Maybe a little bit. It, it, it literally is the least, whatever the opposite of altruism is, cynical mm-hmm. pragmatism, saving yeah. your own ass, whatever the fuck you want to call it. You know, you don't get to do it now. Fox News, in the words of the great Adam Schiff, you are tied to Trump with a bond of iron throughout history. And without a doubt, we'll ever fucking break that. And the thing is, like, they're still going to give him fucking like there's they're, they're going to go back to him in some way. Like when, when, when Donald Trump is out of office, he's got to understand one thing, like seeing hopefully, hopefully to God, CNN and all these like credible fucking news stations just don't air that motherfucker there's no reason he's not the president anymore he can't do anything when he when he's not the president then his words literally just should bounce off the walls and hit him in the fucking head because they don't matter uh fox news is gonna have to start they're probably gonna still air shit for ratings you know uh and it's and i don't know if they can keep shitting on him because the people that like donald trump getting shit on aren't fox news viewers they're not gonna tune the fuck in so like I don't know. Like, I feel like they're going to have to go back to him at some point, but if they don't and the, and Donald Trump's a fucking media whore, he's a, he's an attention whore. He's all that shit. If he's going to keep saying shit and this OAN is going to keep blasting his shit, which means they're going to get huge. OAN is going to get huge, which means they'll be mainstream and you can't deny that they fucking are period. Yeah. Rush Limbaugh is not mainstream, but he has the biggest radio show in America. Right. Like, right, 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 you know, right. So, so because Howard, because Howard Stern isn't on CBS or NBC or something like that, like he's not, he's not mainstream. Get right. the fuck out of here. Joe Rogan's not mainstream. He, hey, Joe Rogan's not mainstream. He has, a, it's an independent podcast that it's an independent podcast that a three hour show gets uh, 5 million views within an hour of being posted on YouTube, but it's, it's not mainstream. Do you think that there's a tipping point that took place with the Trump presidency with Fox news where it always was before, you know, we'll show this side. Okay. So we're going to show this side of the Iraq war. We're going to show this side of the Republicans viewpoint, as opposed to when Donald Trump became president and he's putting forth the idea that there's more people there than were actually there at the inauguration. They had to make a point like, okay, we're just going to put out things that are wrong. Like, were they always it's, like that? Or was did Trump is a tipping no, point? No, well, it's Trump is a tipping point, but it's also, in my opinion, just how it's a sign of the times. And I think we talked about on an earlier episode how like, these Republicans, they'll just come out and say stuff. And, and now all we got to do is literally while they're saying it, we can fact check them in real time because we all have the internet. We all have the same internet. So we can do that now. But like they're, the, the way that the Republican, the way that not, not just Republican, Democrats too, let me say that, politicians, the way that the po- political game plan was drawn up from day one was just go out there and you don't have to say the truth. You just have to say it you can say anything in this certain way and people will believe you and just tell them what they fucking want to hear. And like back then, um, by the time you went to your fucking local library and looked through archives of newspapers trying to disprove this one thing, we've already moved on and a fucking village has been bombed or whatever the fuck. And we're not going to be talking about that. And also there's a good chance that what they said was only recorded by one thing. And that tape is now gone and they can, they can just say, I didn't say that. And there's no way you can go back and prove that they did. Well, I think that uh, for a lot of ways, news has been set up the same way in that, it was set up before a time when there was so many fucking cell phone cameras and yada, yada, yada. And basically it's like recordings and everything where it's like, we've got it. And if we don't want it to come back out, we can just fucking burn it. So like they could have just back in the day, you could just say, Hey, there was this many people at a fucking inauguration because they wouldn't have had that day. The numbers reported immediately on Twitter for you to be like, dude, we're sitting here fucking watching it. They could just say it and hope that you would never go back and look at any fucking footage. And I think that they've gotten so used to that. It's like, as I said, it's like the systemic racism in the police department. It cops now know that they're being filmed and they will still shoot an unarmed black guy. And you're like, but how he's being filmed. It's like, because it takes, it takes more than one generation to beat that kind of fucking institutionalization out of a motherfucker because it's just how they're used to operating. That's my theory on it. 
for sure. You know, and the other thing about Fox News that makes them, you know, for me, like if we want to say, okay, let's change the word mainstream media. Let's call them reliable media because that's what they mean when they say it, right? Mm -hmm. Credible media, you know. Um, we, I've reached a point a long time ago when Donald Trump does something fucking batshit crazy, right? And I see it on the news and it's batshit crazy. It's something crazy, you know? And I go, I switch over to Fox News or go to foxnews.com to say to myself, does this count? Right. Does this matter? If they cover it, it matters. Like for instance, right, right now, you know, uh, the, the headline story on CNN.com is that as coronavirus cases surge, you know, more people are going to die. We're all fucked. And that's what the stats mm-hmm. say. That sounds like news to me. Um, I went over to Fox News and it was a story about Giuliani's, uh, uh, <laughs> who, by the way, farted. Did you hear, did you see the fart that he did? Yeah. Well, I, heard, I saw a parody video of the fart. And I knew that that's why they'd made it. There was my a, buddy Drew put it up. He was in the middle of a talking and you're like, and then the woman next yeah. to him like shot a look, but yeah. it's literally like uh, Juliana Giuliani clashes with Michigan people over some story. That's not stories. And then uh, there's a, of course uh, your friend Cucker Tarlson is on the front page talking about how, wh- why we've been lied to about the origins of the coronavirus. But meanwhile, you've been lying to us the whole fucking time. And also, all CNN's thing said was, as cases surge, more people will die. That's not something to be argued with. (laughs) That's just, like, even if you're one of those people that are just like, well, it only kills 2% of people, so it's not that big of a deal. You go, okay, well, you still believe that it kills 2% of people, right? If if it's 2% of a bigger number, then there will be more deaths. If you believe in that, I had to hang up on a person the other day, and I won't say who this person is, uh, but it's a person who is very close to me uh, in my family, uh, gave birth to me. And I had to hang up on this person the other day. And I love her, by the way. I still love her. And we we do argue, but sometimes it's like, okay, I do agree to disagree on that. But there's certain things that I'm just like, look, that, that thing, uh, that term agree to disagree is thrown out a lot when it's like, no, 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 no. You can, one of us can be right and wrong. That Sometimes that that's how that works. And I said, all, this is all I said. And this was not, we weren't even in an argument. I just said, look, eventually we're going to have to get back to regular life. I don't know what, because me, me and her are on the same side of like, my mom will straight up, and my mom wears the mask. She believes in all that. But I'll be like, look, you know, like eventually we are going to have to get back to real life. And if motherfucker, if we finally get a vaccine and motherfuckers don't take it, then, then I don't, I don't feel sorry for them. And my mom's like, no, I agree with you, blah, 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 blah. And I said, it's just bullshit that it's come to this for us. And she's like, well, what, well, what else could we have done? And I said, well, mom, there's other countries that were more prepared and did better than us. And they're, they don't have as many cases. And she said, well, we can just agree to disagree on that. I said, no, we can't, <laughs> we, we, we can't, we can't, we, you, I wasn't just pulling that out of my ass like that's and I and I and I said look poor, and I said poor look mama, poor mama Forrester and I said look I love you but I gotta I can't deal with this bullshit today and she said okay I love you too and we hung up and for the record we were fine the next day uh, because because I hung up the goddamn phone it wasn't like I just clicked and I but in that moment I was like and I don't I think that if my mom I think maybe I caught her off guard or something because I think if like like mom look. <laughs> What I just said was, in other countries where they were more prepared and they took it more seriously, there are less cases. We do not get to dis- uh, agree to disagree on that. That's just true. I didn't say fucking all the Republicans suck and uh, want to shoot schools with our ch- – I didn't say that. I just said a thing, and it's one of those things where, like, if CNN had said that, they'd been, like, liberal bias. And it's like, no, I just said the fucking truth. I'm sorry if that hurts your way of life. <laughs> like, the truth gets in the way of your policy. In a world, by the way, you know, I think it's a solid call when the woman that you love more than anybody on the earth who gave birth to you, who you love regardless of anything, when the next two words out of your mouth are going to be, listen, bitch, it's best. <laughs> you got to go. Probably just to not do that. But you got to go. In this world in 2020, there's, there, there is no lack of heroes. We think of that there's no heroes anymore. But history needs to show that the heroes of the last four years have been people's names like Chris Cuomo, like Mm -hmm. Van Jones, uh, 
Jim Acosta, Don Lemon. These people have been fearless in the face of public scorn and ridicule by the president, mind you. Yeah. Just to do the right thing. They're not like perpetuating this, you know, the age old argument of government over government versus under government, or, you know, even things like pro-life and pro-choice or issues in the past, like death penalty. I mean, it's not political at all. It's right and wrong. And these people, even though Trump pulled the entire group of media into a meeting before his presidency started to say, Hey, listen, motherfuckers, you're gonna do what I say. You know, these people have been heroes and I am grateful for them and America you know, you can say what you want about the intent of the constitution, but that the free press thing, man, thank God for that. Yeah. What saved us for sure. For sure, man. And like also another thing like people were like, Oh, well they're not heroes. They're just saying stuff like that because it's popular to go against the president and that makes them more money. I, I'll say to you this, Anderson Cooper was literally born. He's a Vanderbilt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Literally, like, right. Yeah. They, like Anderson Cooper needs nothing. He needs absolutely nothing. What Anderson Cooper is, is a gay man uh, on television who uh, doesn't like Donald Trump for a myriad of reasons. Probably one of those is that he's a gay man. Uh, But most of those reasons are that he's an unconstitutional piece of shit. And Anderson Cooper at least is semi a a truth seeker. So fuck you, the money. Como, yeah, Como needs the money right now. Get the fuck out of here. He's Gloria Vanderbilt's son and, you know, Mario Cuomo's son. These are people who are approaching things from an idealistic standpoint. And idealism is not dead. It lives within these people in the media. And I'm grateful for them. And I'm grateful for the show we had today. What a turn it took. Um, Guys, we just put up, we should have said this earlier, we just put up a JJ's Diner up on the Patreon. So if you want to listen to JJ's Diner, we're getting to Chris Traeger land. And literally, Mm -hmm. you spend less money on, you know, uh, I know I spend less money on whatever package just arrived on my front step. You ever hear that sound when the package hits the front stoop? And you're like, oh, God. I love it. I'm expecting a uh, I'm expecting a microphone today that is sent to me um, by my friends over at Rush Ticks, where you can go RushTicks.com and get tickets to the Well Read live stream comedy show on December 12th. They're sending me a mic that has pre-adjusted levels in it and stuff like that that apparently works best with their situation that they got. So appreciate that. It's a sure mic. Uh, so staying in the Sherman Mike family. What kind of um, is it? Do you know? Yeah, SM. It's not the fifty-eight, seven. maybe. No. Is it a fifty-eight? Because you're better off using the one you have now. No, I know. Maybe it's not that. All I know is it's got the it's pre it's got their pre uh it's got their preloaded levels and shit in it, and I think it might be wireless to hook up to my computer or Ooh, something. Okay. I'm for the record. I'm doing the test on Saturday, and I still maintain like I want to tell Mike. By the way, I have a four hundred dollar microphone yeah so the thing is about the greatest oh we also have a greatest hits guys that we put on the feed we're going to put on the feed this weekend i think uh and it's just we're really proud of all the stuff we've done it's just the first 13 episodes but it's all the bits i could find plus Corey's epic rant two of my favorite rants Corey. one is your forrest gump big jenny rant <laughs> which we talked about earlier this week and there's another rant that i i was going to put on the patreon because it was in the news but i liked it so much um, that I left it on the main show. I don't know if you remember it, but it was about Trump supporters getting coronavirus and you starting out with no one deserves to die, no one deserves to die, and eventually you're like, fuck them, let them die. <laughs> and you work yourself yeah, I can see that. I, frenzy. It's fantastic. But I used to drink a lot. Point being that, man, your sound quality is so much better now than it was. Because before it was like, this is Corey Ryan Forster or yeah. door. And now it's so much better. So uh we'll Clean, see how that wireless mic works out for you. Well, they're sending it to me. So, you know, whatever. I'm doing a test you? on Saturday. They're giving huh? it to you? Or I think so, fun? yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. I mean, I'm not sending it back. I mean, we you know. Uh, we could use some free mics over at Mako Music, uh, my music school, but just saying, uh, if anybody wants to send me one. Um in any case, guys, make sure to listen every week, free for all Friday, just for you. You can listen to JJ's Diner and also our exclusive before the show podcast. Now we do 10, 15 minutes before every show that we just talk about bullshit and you can get that right now at 
Supportmeow.com. I'm trying to work that in, Corey. I like meow. Yeah, me too. Anything else you want to say to our lovely followers? Oh, by the way, you know, how did we get record download week during Thanksgiving week? I don't know, but we did. And then now we have another record week of downloads this week. So thank you, everybody. Guys, sincerely, thank you. It means a lot. I know we say this uh, every week, but like uh, comedy is my full-time job. So I'm still living my dream. I don't do any, my income comes exclusively from comedy, but I've got about eight to 10 sources of comedy that that revenue is coming from. I would really love one day for that to be down to just two, just this podcast and touring. Cause I love doing this podcast so much. We can do that by more people listening, more people signing up over at support telling their friends, throwing us that five-star review um, and we just really appreciate it. We have so much more fun. The show will get better the more we grow. That's just how that works. Just got, dude, guys, we got stuff coming up that I can't. If you're, if you follow me on Twitter, I just know that I learned how to do green screen. So it's shit's about to get real. There's a lot of cool stuff going on with the show that's going to separate ours from the pack of other talented comedians and and um, you know um, exploited co-hosts and producers. Uh, out there. I love you. I loved you trying to figure out how do I describe myself. No one's ever cared to ask. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to do a lot of cool stuff, guys. We will see you on Tuesday uh, with lots of cool, fun bits. And it, Corey, you know, I noticed on the greatest hits, we have a lot of songs, but we haven't done one in a while. So maybe we'll work on a song this weekend. I am for it. Awesome. We'll see you next week on Through the Screen Door with Corey Ryan Forrester. Skew.